Want to know more about the mission, vision, and culture here at Word of Life? This part of the podcast is dedicated to just that. We pray that this message inspires you to draw near to God and to lead well. This week, Pastor Tom gave a message to the staff at Word of Life Christian Academy as they kicked off the school year. Let's check it out. Um, so I, I'm so glad you guys are here. I'm glad that we're able to do this. I'm thrilled that Carmen invited me to come and be a part of today. Um, I really am appreciative that I'm able to come and spend a few moments with you and hopefully share something that's helpful. There are some of you in this room that I've had a chance to get to know a little bit. Some of you have had a chance to get to know pretty well. Uh, and there are others in this room that this is the first time we've ever been in the same four walls. And so I'm just so glad that we're able to come together and pull together. And I love what Luke said in our time of worship, that there is a, a unity that exists among this team. Um, there is a true unity. And so I, I'm very, uh, I'm honored to be a part of the school any which way I can. Um, Mrs. Durst does a tremendous job. Um, leading the school. Is anybody going to agree? Come on, somebody. Um, Mrs. Durst does a wonderful job, and we're thrilled every time we get some updates and reports. And uh, I have never been a part of a church before that's had a Christian school attached to it. So I'm very grateful to Mrs. Durst for letting me make this up as I go along. Um, but I'm thrilled that we are a part of this. Uh, this summer, we invited the whole congregation at Word of Life to read along through the book, uh, books of Luke and Acts uh, together as part of a summer series that we were doing, and it overflowed into our weekend services. But along with that, I have a Bible plan that I follow, and I did that um, you know, even though we had Luke and Acts going as well. And so this summer, not only was I doing Luke and Acts, I also found myself in First and Second Chronicles. And as I read a certain passage that I'm going to share with you, I'm going to say, and I'm going to preface this, and I'm going to set this up to say, I truly believe this is a word for Walker this year. I really think this is something that um, if you guys grab a hold of this, if you guys let this go deep in your heart, that this is something that is going to be hopefully helpful. It's hopefully going to be um, encouraging in times where this is being challenged and this thought is being um, opposed, that hopefully grabbing a hold of this word is going to be uplifting and encouraging to you. So let me go ahead and share this. It's from 1 Chronicles 12, and I'm going to be in verse 1. The following men joined David at Ziglag while he was hiding from Saul, son of Kish. They were among the warriors. We got any warriors in the building? Don't you love it when it all works out? When the warriors who fought beside David in battle, all of them were expert archers. And they could shoot arrows or slingshots with their left hand as well as their right. They were all relatives from Saul from the tribe of Benjamin. Now, I was tempted to drop this verse in like the group chat on Basecamp and just sort of say, hey, I'm going to be sharing this verse for you. I really think it's for you, just to confuse everybody. But I think this verse is for you because where it says that they were expert archers and they were experts with a slingshot with both their left and their right hand. They were experts. And being an expert in anything means practice. But the key to this scripture and why I think it's a relevant word for you is that they were experts with both their left and their right hand. Now, the only way that you be proficient in using a left and right hand is preparation and practice. And at Walker, the reason why I think this is a word for you is that you guys have a very clear and distinctive two wings to this plane. There is the spiritual and there is the educational academic piece. There's the pastoral and spiritual side of what you do and the mission and the ministry that you're a part of. And then there's the academic and the educational side of things. There is two wings on that plane. There is a left hand and there is a right hand. And why this is important for you and why I think this is something for you guys to grab a hold of is that the challenge is to be expert and proficient in both. It's not one over the other. 
It's being proficient in both for the school to accomplish its mission. It means us being expert archers and slingshot shotters. I don't know if that's what the technical term is, but archers and slingshot shotters with both left and right hands, that doesn't just happen. That happens because of diligence. It happens because of preparation. It happens because of intentionality. It happens because you care deeply about both, and so you give attention to both. So a couple of thoughts on this whole thing. The first thing is both are essential to the mission. Both are essential to the mission. Two wings on this plane. The left and right hand of the archers and those with the slingshot. Both are essential. It's not the mission to be good with one and not the other. The mission is not to be excellent at loving and nurturing and pastoring and being godly role models for these kids while neglecting the academics. Conversely, it is not the goal to be amazing academically and to be amazing educationally and to be having credible scores and have kids growing leaps and bounds in the academics. Meanwhile, they pass through a whole school year and never feel, never experience and never hear about the love of God. It is both and both are essential to this mission. The second thing, both need deliberate preparation. Both need deliberate preparation. Now, I'm not an educator. I never went to school to be an educator. Um, I did, however, work as a substitute teacher while pastoring in a small town in Montana. So you may have heard me share before, but um, many moons ago now, uh, Megan and I, we were pastoring in a very remote place in the middle of nowhere in Montana. It was so middle of nowhere, it was an hour and a half to the nearest Walmart. Um, and when I say an hour and a half to the nearest Walmart, it's an hour and a half of driving past nothing. Um, literally, it was two roads. It was like 45 minutes, you know, straight and then take a right and go another 45 minutes and you're pretty much at Walmart. It was ridiculous. Very remote town. The high school graduated 12 students while we were there. Very, very small town. But the church, they saw this value of if they let me go and be a substitute teacher as youth pastor, then I'm going to build relationships with the students. And so they let me go ahead and do that. And I found out when I was substitute teaching that whenever there was a club or there was something going on, the students always signed up for it because this was their ticket out of town for the day. And so everyone did everything. Like you're on the football team and you're in the 4-H club and the whole kit and caboodle. For what it's worth, I actually had a kid in the youth group that won a steer. And every day he would have to go home early from school to feed the steer. Anyway, in this very small town, I would substitute teaching. And what I found is that not all teachers are created equally. And as I went to go substitute one day um, in an art classroom, and unlike Miss Fisher, I know nothing about art and are absolutely incapable of doing this. But the teacher had left me some work for me to give to these students. And what the teacher had left was a crossword puzzle. This was for a senior high school class, was a crossword puzzle in an art class. And as they're going through this crossword puzzle, uh, one of the kids put their hand up. Coincidentally, it was one of the kids from the youth group. And they said, uh, Tom, um, I don't think this is the right crossword puzzle. I said, why is that? She said, because one of the answers to the question is little Kim. So I had a look. And the teacher had just done a Google search for crossword puzzle for artists and had failed to realize it was a crossword puzzle for hip-hop artists. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the importance of preparation, <laughs> intentionality. Small town Montana, I miss it every day. But in this whole thing, as we think about this idea of left hand, right hand, 
spiritual, pastoral, academic, education, it's likely that one of those wings, one of those left or right hands, comes more naturally to you than the other. I think that, that's to be expected. I don't think that's unusual that that's the case, that one would, uh, you know, one would have a tendency towards one over the other. And what I want to say is that just because you have a, a bent one way is don't devalue the other one. There may be people here that you actually find yourself, you, you just very easily, and it comes very naturally for you to be pastoral and just to love on these kids and just to share the goodness of God with these kids and to be an, an example of, of Jesus to these wonderful students. And yet, you know, the academics is always something that's really, you know, it doesn't come as naturally to you. That's not an indication that one matters and the other doesn't. It's just an indication of where there needs to be that intentionality and there needs to be that preparation. I did a search for this and I was able to find that um, only 1% of the population is considered truly ambidextrous. Now there's some people that if they work real hard, they can train their non-dominant hand with its left or right to be okay and good enough, but it's only 1% of the population is truly ambidextrous. So the other 99% of us, there's gonna need to be that deliberacy. There's going to need to be that thoughtfulness. There's going to need to be that intentionality. There's going to need to be double-checking your Google search when you search for artist crossword puzzles. <laughs> both need deliberate preparation. The third thing is both bring, uh, bring fruit. Both bring fruit. First thing is both are essential to the mission. Both need deliberate preparation, and both bring fruit. Now, as I've said, I'm, I'm not an expert in education, but as far as I'm concerned, as I think about kids going to school, one of the things that uh, stands out to me is that this is all future-focused. This idea of a student is coming to school, not for the sake of school, graduating high school and graduating elementary school and the kindergarten graduation, which is fantastic. Like all those things, they're not just for the sake of themselves. It's all about propelling someone into the future. And so when it comes to education, one of the first thing that comes to my mind, what stands out massively to me is this is all about sending these kids off into their future. And as believers, I think it's very easy and I think it's natural for us to think about that spiritual wing, that one of those hands that focuses on that spiritual side of things, and we can see that that has lasting value, that that has long-term gain, that this is what brings the fruit. And of course it does, but I also don't want to shortchange that the educational piece and the academic piece, God's all in that. God's all in that. Who knows what the Lord has planned for these students? And 10, 12 years from now, the fact that they conquered their, their frustrations around not being able to read or not being able to do well in their academics, that they broke free of that, is going to mean that the door that would be shut in the natural, if they hadn't have overcome that obstacle, is now open to them so they can move forward in what God has planned. God has their futures in mind. God has their futures laid out. And you guys are a part of helping these students get there academically because how many of you know that having bad academics shuts down a bunch of doors? And you guys are a part of opening those doors for those students so that they can move into the future that God has for them. So a couple of thoughts I just want to share is please, please keep praying for your students. Please keep praying for your students. Please keep looking for opportunities to show the goodness of God. Believe that the Lord is going to open doors that at the right time, He's going to bring about the right conversation with the right student at the right time, and they're going to hear it, perhaps in ways that they wouldn't hear what they would you want them to hear and what the Lord would have them hear at a different time. But He's going to create these situations where good God things are going to happen. There are going to be great stories that are going to come from this. And I know that everyone is prepared. I know that everyone is diligent with academics. I know that Mrs. Durst is a wonderful blessing to you guys as she prepares everybody for that. And I wanted to share with you, um, 
I'm a massive fan of Walker. Um, my kids are part of the public school system, and 100%, uh, the, the reason for that is that they have special needs. All three of my kids are on the autism spectrum. And it was a difficult decision for Megan and I to make. Um, we had multiple meetings with Mrs. Durst. We thought about it. We spoke to the school system, tried to figure it out. We, we really wanted our kids to be a part of the ministry you guys are very active in. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. Every graduation, there's a bit of me that's like, oh, because I love what you guys are doing. This is a wonderful, wonderful ministry that you get to be a part of. And if you were to ask the parents of, uh, that have their kids in Walker, you'd get a bunch of different answers as to why they love their kids here and why they chose for their kids to be here instead of somewhere else. But I'm extremely confident that if any one of those wings, if one of those left or right hands was off, parents would think twice about sending their kids here. There is an extreme confidence that kids are getting both as parents trust you to be the educators for their students. They're getting both that spiritual and that pastoral side and they're getting that excellence in academics. And as Naomi knows very well, us Hillsong people, come on somebody. We always say the best is yet to come. You heard that a few times before? No, that's the wrong answer. You haven't heard it enough. <laughs> The best is yet to come is a real Hillsong thing. Me and Naomi went to the same Bible college. So uh, anyway, but that is a thing we heard a lot. The best is yet to come. And I believe that wholeheartedly for Walker. I think that the future for this school is bright. I think the opportunities that you guys are going to have to be a blessing to multiple, multiple families is enormous. Uh, it is no secret that there are many parents that are um, very wary and I would say scared about sending their students into the public school. And some of those fears are extremely rational. And because of that, I think that the, the parents that want to prioritize Christian education and putting them in a private Christian school is only going to grow. I don't see the, the demand from parents and the desire for parents to put their kids and to trust their kids into schools like Walker. I don't see that shrinking. I see that growing, if anything else. An amazing confirmation of that is that uh, last year, unless I'm mistaken, one third of the parents um, that put their kids in Walker were not from a church background. They didn't share our, faith, uh, our faith, faith values. They just saw things like our cultural values that they wanted to be a part of, which means not only do I see the future of Walker growing and the importance of the school only growing, I also see there being more and more parents that do not know the Lord, that do not share our faith, that want to bring their kids here, which means you are an incredibly important part of outreach in this community because you are letting homes know all over this area how wonderful Jesus is because their kids are coming to a school like Walker and yes, they're getting excellent academics, but they're also being loved and they're being treated well, they're being uh, cared for and they're being shown the goodness and the love of Jesus. That, for one thing, makes me really, really jazzed and I'm so, so happy that we get to be a part of that if you can't tell. <laughs> I'm going to wrap up right there. I'm going to pray for you guys. I hope that's all okay. I hope that's helpful in some way, but first thing, both. The left and right hand, the archers and the slingshot, both are essential to the mission. They both need deliberate preparation and they both bring fruit. So Lord, I just, I just come to you and I ask that you just bless. Lord, that you care for, you protect. Lord, every single teacher, every single staff member, every single member of support staff, 
every admin team member, Lord, everybody, no matter what role they play in this school, that you use all of them to bless these students. Lord, that there is not a single student that would get through this school year without knowing with a deep confidence that they are loved by the creator of the universe in an indescribable way. Lord, that parents would see in front of their very eyes a beautiful transformation happening in their child as they are shaped and they are molded by the love of God. Lord, that they would just be incredible things that come from this school year. Lord, that academically kids would grow and be stretched and be challenged so that doors aren't shut to them in the future, but doors are wide open so they can be all that you've created them to be. Lord, I pray your incredible blessing on this staff. Lord, I believe you're doing great things. Lord, we believe all of this and we trust you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Hey, we hope that you were blessed and encouraged by today's talk. If you are a leader or a ministry director here at Word of Life, there are tons of resources available on our website. Head to wordoflifeag.org, go to the menu and tap on leaders. We'll be posting new episodes of this podcast every week, so be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts. See you next week.